Yo, 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 Jazz, we ready to go? Let's get it. I want you to say it with me on the count of three. One, two, three. Life of Liz. Let's go. Don't let this moment's past you. Grab you a pet in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. Don't let this moment's past you. Grab you a pen in the pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list. What's up? What's up? What's up? For those of you that uh, listened to Martin Lawrence back in the day, that was a classic shout out to him. I've been wanting to use that a little bit more. I don't know if I can use it. Is that copywriting? Is that an infringement? I have no idea. I think we'll figure it out, though. Anyhow, thank you for pushing that play button and listening to another episode of Life of List. Remember, I want you to pump those fists. Life of List. Recorded in the Possibility Studios, powered by Paradigm Ship. Hosted by yours truly, the one and only Derek Sire. And on the ones and twos, we got my man Santiago. And then we got Jazz in spirit. Can't wait for you to get back, boo. Miss you. Remember, we got a concert tour to make up. So today, I'm going to jump right in. Holding hands with a stranger. If you don't have the book to follow along, go get the book. Notes are going to be uh, in the little chat section here. You can find it on lifeoflist.com. You can go to Amazon, wherever it is. Hit me up on social media. I want to make sure you get the book so you can follow along and be a part of the Life of List family. But you know, I can't go into the episode without first going back. So this one is called Holding Hands with a Stranger. And I got to set the scene up for you. So I was in church and uh i was specifically more specifically in church choir right you have various ways to participate uh in in houses of faith you can serve you can stand at the door can be an usher and greet you can work on community teams uh this particular church had multiple ways to uh, involve yourself in music and you could be uh, on sound and you could play an instrument and you could sing uh, on stage or you can be a part of the choir with this uh, specific time uh, i was in choir rehearsal and we're singing the songs and i don't know uh for you all listeners out there if you're familiar with uh church music uh, specifically Christian music, specifically like CCM uh, or maybe old gospel. But we were in there and we were singing and we were having a good time. And toward the end, we uh, were instructed by the person to just find somebody to hold hands with and to get to know them a little bit better. And eventually we were going to uh, conclude to end our time together with prayer. Now, of course, me, you know, I'm a very social guy, and so I know lots of folks. So I was eager to, to, to find someone that I knew uh, to connect with, and it would make it a little less awkward, right? Because it's not a big group circle. It's just a one-off, right? It's a pair. And so as I was moving toward one, one person that I knew, uh, this other person kind of stepped in front and grabbed my hands. Now, keep in mind, this was not someone that I was familiar with. This was, to me, an absolute stranger. And I've been in places where people have known me, but I did not know them. And that's always awkward, right? When when people are like, hey, Derek, and I'm like, oh, uh, please tell me your name. I'm so sorry. Or I say, hey, man, how's it going? How's things? You know, and I try to like fish for information when I should just probably ask for their name. I've been in this scenario so many times and I call myself be good with names and faces. But this particular time, this person uh, was a stranger to me. I did not know them. I'd seen them around. Uh, and he, and he's, a, he's a really, really uh, sweet, older man. And I kind of seen him around, but I never had 
any uh, engagement with him. So maybe he was an absolute stranger. It's just I hadn't had any personal contact with him. Anyhow, comes over to me, grabs my hand, and we begin to talk. And I was so impacted. I was impacted greatly by this person that I, I didn't even consider. I had 100% overlooked this individual, had no intent to even connect or shake hands, less known, hold hands and pray. But afterwards, I was so glad I did. Now, why is this important, right? We know that we got to we gotta go back before we can dive in. But I really want to dive into this because I believe that we look over people every single day. Oh, there's so many unsuspecting folks that could just enrich and enhance our lives that we don't even consider. And I'm not talking about people that are absolute strangers like I initially portrayed this, this man to be. Not an absolute stranger. I had seen him before. We were going to the same church. I'd seen him around. Never talked to him. But I'm talking about for us, in our workplaces, in our families, right, in our friend groups, maybe, we have people that we have not really dug into. We, we see them and we say, hey, and we're casual. And I'm not trying to act like we need to have deep friends, deep connections. I mean, deep, have deep friendships with every single person. But I do know for a fact that we are missing out on diamonds and jewels and all these really, really cool people and their experiences because they don't fit the mold. Because they're not in our daily routine. Because um, maybe we perceive they don't, have anything to give to us. Maybe we're looking for a certain type of person uh, to connect with, and they don't fit that genre. They don't fit that that makeup or that demographic, or whatever it is. And I have to challenge myself on this every single day. I'm a connector. I really am. But being in places where people don't connect makes me want to connect even more. I'll give you an example. I was in New York. And I, I tell people from New York this all the time. People visit New York. There are people who absolutely love New York. But when I was in New York, just for the short amount of time, I did not have the opportunity to connect to the community how I wanted to. I mean, there's no talking to strangers on, on the, the, the metro, the rail system there. Walking the street, people don't look up there. The eyes are either down or forward. And I try to hold doors for folks and, and people just walk in. They don't say thank you. It's very hard to connect in that space. And so when I came back to Oklahoma, I'm connecting with everybody. I was in connection deficit coming back <laughs> from New York. But the reason I say that is because sometimes I think we get so used to connecting a certain way that we don't take opportunities to connect in different scenarios. I, I would be willing to bet if I was to plug into the community in New York, if I found me a block or a suburb or a borough or somewhere in New York, I could probably buckle down because people do it all the time. So for me here, I'm positive that if I got outside of my friend group, outside of my daily circle, outside of my job, companions, family, that I would be able to connect significantly to people who I probably wouldn't have connected with anyway. I'm going to pause right there because not only is that me being transparent, that's a challenge to you. There's so many things that we can get from people that we don't even consider connecting with. And I don't know why we won't consider I don't know why we don't do that. I don't know. I don't know what prevents us from doing it. Maybe we feel like we have enough friends already. That's something my wife and I talk about. Like, do we want new friends? 
you know, in this old age, we're becoming more comfortable with the smaller number of friends. And sometimes it gets a little exhausting connecting, you know, with a bunch of folks. We'd much rather connect with a few and go deep than connect with a lot of folks and be shallow. And so for us, we have to be wise uh, with what we do with our time and our energy. And for you, it could be the same. But that does not prevent us from taking moments out of our day, out of our week, out of our month, and connecting with someone new. Because we never know what that new person may have for us. I'll give you another example. I was working for a natural gas company, uh, 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 energy company here in Oklahoma City. And I had someone who I shared an office with. Ah, this person is now one of my most dearest human beings ever. I mean, this lady, gosh, there's nothing she couldn't ask me. She is one of my closest humans that I've, I'm connected to in this earth. But I was hesitant to connect because of an apparent difference. I was in a season of my life. She was uh, coming into some maturity in her life. And we just began to connect just on, on a very shallow, easy uh, very low-hanging fruit level. And the more we got comfortable, the more we began to connect, and the more we began to share, and the more we began to realize that we are more alike than we are different. What I did was I let this big apparent difference, something that I thought was insurmountable, that was I, that was unovercomable. I don't even know if that's a word, but it was something that was an obstacle, a barrier that I thought could not be broken through, could not be navigated. And I was... Um, adamant about us not being able to connect. But once we begin to let down our barriers and we begin to connect, oh, listen, I'm telling you, 15 years later, 16, 17 years later, we are still connected at the hip, one of my most dearest friends, because I committed to connecting to someone I probably wouldn't have normally connected to. So who is that for you? Is that your, your neighbor that uh, maybe you wave at? As you pull into your garage, and, and then when you pull out your garage, you wave to them when you go to work. Or maybe it's somebody who works in, in your, your, your group at work. And we all know that we have our besties at work, that we have folks that we connect with a little bit more easier than others. And for me, at, at work, that was something that I go out of my way to do, to connect with people and to have lunch with people and have coffee with people that I wouldn't normally have connected with. And what you'll find is that some people you genuinely have very little in common with. And you'll know that you probably won't connect with them again. But there's some people that you're missing out on, you've been missing out on, because you didn't go the extra mile and extend that olive branch of connection. Maybe olive branch wasn't the best acronym or metaphor there. But when we connect with people that we don't normally connect with, I think we learn things that we probably wouldn't have learned otherwise. And that's people who, who don't look like you, who don't live where you live, that don't live how you live right, that are doing some different things, maybe live in a different way. And instead of standing back and assuming that you know all things or that maybe you have enough, I think there's always room for growth, always room for connection, always room for evolution, always room for expansion. And most of that is going to come through the form of another human being. You can read a book. You can listen to a podcast. Matter of fact, I encourage you to listen to podcasts, specifically this one. Thank you so much for listening. But I believe... Our most significant change, the light bulbs come on the greatest, the brightest. They shine the boldest when we connect with people. And we learn about them, and they learn about us. And we grow through that learning process. When we connect to others, whether it's one time or many times, I believe not only do we expand, 
but I believe that we should be challenged to consider what we believe, to consider what they believe. And when we consider that, then we have a new belief that takes shape. Either it double downs on what we believe or we, our belief includes what they believe or whatever it is. I'm encouraging you to go hold hands with a stranger. This is what happens, not physically, right? You, I guess you could. Um, don't, don't get hit, right? Or don't get slapped or, you know, anything like that. It may be a little weird if you actually went and held hands with a stranger. But I'm talking about connecting with people that you don't connect with every single day. You probably heard me say it a bunch of times on this podcast. Get outside of your everyday routine. Get outside of your neighborhood. Get outside of your community. Get outside of your church. Get outside of your job. Get outside of your city. Oh, my gosh. Go do eat different foods. Go to a parade. Visit a school. Go to a hospital, a retirement center, or whatever it is. Get outside of your everyday routine and meet new people. And you don't even have to go around the globe to do it. There are, new, there are people in your city you haven't met. There are people in your, in your neighborhood that you haven't met. Take your dog on a walk. Go to a dog park. Dogs, they, they help you make, make friends. Babies do the same thing. All right, our babies will let you know who not to be friends with. That's true. But here's what I'm saying. I want you to go meet new people. And when you go meet new people, learn new things. And when you learn new things, you'll grow, you'll expand, you'll evolve, and you'll be better for it. And just like me, when I held hands with a stranger, somebody that I had not even anticipated, not even considered, I left that connection better. And I believe, I'm confident that you will too. Hey, listen, go hold hands with a stranger. Thanks again for listening to another episode of My Life of List, hosted by yours truly, Derek Sire, powered by Paradigm Shift, recorded in the Possibility Studios, signing off until next time. Don't let that small moments pass you. Grab you a pen and a pad. Life is moving too fast. Slow down. Live you a life of list.